Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my podcast and signature coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you want to learn more about my group coaching program and see if you're a good fit for enrollment, please head over to irresistibleicing.com slash course. That link is also in the show notes. All right, guys. Hello. Welcome back. (laughs) It's been a minute, right? It has been a minute since I have been here and it really wasn't intentional I kind of took an unintentional summer hiatus, if you will, and I think I really needed that, just my time and my, um, everything is spread so thin of all the different projects and things and life and kids and family and things that I'm trying to do, (laughs) and it makes me sad in a way because my podcast is my passion. My program is my passion. Irresistible University is my passion and my purpose. And when I continuously get pulled away from the root of that, it's really painful for me. So I had made a decision that we were going to get started back again in September. We're going to get back into weekly episodes. We're going to get back into a groove. We're going to start going after these goals that I have because there's a lot of goals that I have that... Um, I want to accomplish them and I want to meet them. And so here we are. We're back. The podcast is not going anywhere. I do apologize if my sound is a little bit off in this episode. I rolled over my headset by accident. (laughs) And the headset that I got to replace is the same. It's the same headset, a newer version, but it sucks. Like, I just don't think the sound quality is as good. So anyway... Hopefully we will have a new headset um, to replace this one, but that is neither here nor there. So this is episode number 164, and we are talking about you should, but could you? Mm -hmm. So in this episode, we're going to dive into the concept of shoulding all over yourself. We have several episodes about that that we have done before in the past. And one of the biggest things on this journey, the irresistible you journey, the the um, losing the emotional weight, okay? One of the biggest things in this journey to get where you want to, to get to where you want to be is we have to change our thoughts. We have to reframe our thoughts. And so quite often, especially when you've been on this yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle, you have a lot of shoulds. And those shoulds start coming up for you a lot. And I find that the shoulds really hit the fan. If, my God. (laughs) Anyway, the shoulds really come into play when, I know for me personally, I find myself getting into this like spinning panic cycle of thinking, oh my, let's use this month, right? Oh my God, it's September. 
you know, I should have accomplished X, Y, and Z by now. I should have lost those 10 pounds by now. I should have been in this size by now. I should have, I should be further along in life by now. Like whatever the shoulds are that you're having, we all have our own case of the shoulds. And if you're finding yourself in this constant battle with yourself, your inner fat bitch and telling you that you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you are not enough, girl, you need to keep on listening because that's what we're going to get. We're going to get down to business. Okay. Let's first break this down. Okay. What does it mean when we say should all over yourself? (laughs) When you should all over yourself, it's what we just talked about. It's, you know, the way I think of it is this. When I'm in a should scenario, I'm here in the moment and there's a resistance between where I am and where I think I should be. So let's use weight loss as the example. Let's say we were supposed to, we told ourselves we should be losing, we should lose 20 pounds over the summer, okay? And you didn't do that. So then you find yourself in this spiral of, here I am, I only lost eight pounds. I'm just throwing numbers out. They don't mean anything. I only lost eight pounds. I should have lost 20. And then what happens from that moment? The should is like the gateway into the inner fat bitch, just laying it down. Like after that moment, you have your should. The inner fat bitch comes in and she's just like, goes off about all the reasons why you couldn't do it, why you didn't do it, why you're not good enough, why you'll never be good enough, why you always find yourself in this situation. And all of these horrible thoughts come into your head and it restarts that whole cycle, the whole yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle. So that's the shoulds. And so I know you have a whole bunch of shoulds that you're always thinking about, okay? And what we want to talk about, I have a whole other episode. It's actually episode 32, where I talk about some techniques to stop shooting all over yourself. So you might want to go ahead and check that one out as well. But I want to specifically hone in in this episode on a reframing technique that I find personally works really well. And that is changing the should to could. It's just one word, right? Because in episode 32, I talked about this. In episode 32, I did talk about some techniques. There was like some specific techniques on, you know, how to break the cycle, how to interrupt the pattern. And interrupting the pattern is the number one thing that we really want to get into because in order to change your thoughts, you have to interrupt them. And what happens is we go through life, we go through life having the same old thoughts, the same inner fat bitch dialogue, and we never question it. We never interrupt the pattern. We never throw a wrench, right? And say, hey, enough is enough. So we have to first recognize what are the shoulds that you're having. And then we have to interrupt the pattern. Now, the thing I'm talking about in this episode, like I said, is it's one word, could. We're changing the should to could. And the reason for this is this really, guys, like this really is about keeping you honest with yourself. This is about holding yourself accountable. And when you start to reframe it in this way, it allows you to leave that victim, you know, poor me, pity party mindset to an empowered mindset of someone who has a choice. 
because when we get in the shooting all over ourselves cycle, it feels like we're a victim. It feels like we're at a pity party and it feels like we have no choice. Like, well, I should have lost the weight as if you had no choice in the matter. And the reality of it is, and this is where it gets hard for a lot of you because you have to learn how to be honest with yourself, right? When you're honest with yourself, let me be very clear. This is not about beating yourself up. This is not about making yourself feel like you're not enough. This is not about empowering the inner fat bitch whatsoever. What this is about is telling the truth. Because as long as we stay in denial about things, as long as we, you know, just kind of ignore the thoughts, ignore the dialogue, stay in denial, then we're not going to have any changes. We just won't. So when you go from should to could, you are empowering yourself by looking at the full picture. All right. So you're like, okay, Amy, what? I don't get it. What are we talking about? I'm going to give you an example. Okay. We're going to go back to that whole weight loss example. So the shoulds would say, I should have lost 20 pounds by now. Okay. And what we just talked about, when that happens, then we start the inner fat bitch spiral and that's not good for anybody. What I want you to do is to say, wait a second, I got to interrupt the pattern. I got to recognize that I'm shooting on myself, right? And say, I should have lost the weight by now. Okay, but could I? Let's reframe. And so there's a couple ways you can reframe is just changing the words. So for example, if I want to be really honest in this example, let's be really honest with ourselves. We're going to say, you know what? I could have lost the weight by now, but I chose to put myself last because I was so exhausted taking care of everyone else. This is, again, you're not beating yourself up saying, oh, see you fat bitch, you can't do it. I told you you wouldn't be able to do it this time around. Look at you failing and blah, blah, blah. That's the inner fat bitch spiral. The irresistible you woman has an honest conversation with herself to say, yeah, you know what? I could have lost the weight by now, but I chose to put myself last over these past couple of months because I was so exhausted taking care of everyone else. And when we do it this way, we're not pointing fingers. We're not, bl- we're not blaming other people. And we're not putting ourselves down. We're just telling the truth. It neutralizes the situation. Okay. So we say, okay. Now let's think about how I empower myself to go forward. From he- What do I do from here? We're still going to use the word could. And you can say something like, I could lose the rest of my weight if I stop overeating and planning my meals. I'm just throwing out examples. You guys insert whatever. And you're like, when you say it that way, I could start planning my meals and I could stop overeating. I would then say to myself, okay, is that realistic? Yes, that's realistic. Okay, I will start planning my meals and blah, 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 okay? And then you put a concrete goal with action steps behind it. 
So do you see the difference here? Like it stops the pattern. It stops the inner fat bitch dialogue, which just spirals into a place that's not good for anybody. It's not good for you. That's what we want to stop doing. And we want to start taking more accountability and being honest with our situation. You know, sometimes life gets really hard. Sometimes life gets really heavy. And sometimes you just have so much going on that you end up becoming the last thing on the list. It happens. It happens to all of us. And it's not wrong and it's not right. It just is. It just is. It just is what it is. But when we can neutralize it and say, well, this is what was going on. You're not making excuses for yourself. You're not pointing the fingers at other people. What you're doing is you're being honest and accountable to what's really happening. Okay. Um, so let's let's just do another example. I think that helps when you can kind of... Um, see that so let's see okay all right guys here's one I'll get personal I know that I should be wait I'm gonna use should I should be waking up around five or six o'clock in the morning if I want to accomplish the big goals that I have that's the only way at this point that they're gonna happen is I have to put in some time early in the morning I mean early Okay, so I can sit here and I can beat myself up and I could say I should be getting up at 6 a.m. every single day. And then it could spiral. Well, that's why you're not where you want to be. And that's why you haven't accomplished this goal. And that's why you haven't accomplished that goal. Because and that's why you're always like rushing and, you know, short tempered in the mornings because you're not waking up on time. Right. You're not waking up. It's, it's that you're not waking up with time to dedicate just to you. And I need those hours in the morning before anyone else is awake, both in my household, um, you know, in Slack with client stuff, with, you know, social media. I need to be in a place where I can get some of this work done that requires the quiet, that requires the creativity. And I know that I need that, right? So let's be honest. I'm going to say, I could get up at 6 a.m. every day. That's something I could do. I definitely could do that. So let's think about why that hasn't been happening. So I'll reframe it. I could wake up at 6 a.m. every day. But by 6 a.m., I usually have only gotten a few hours of sleep because Javi woke up or Cat had a low blood sugar or I got to bed late because the kids got to bed late, whatever that is. And for me, that has been the reality, is that for the past two years, my sleep has just been all over the place. And that's just what it is. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. So I'm going to say to myself, I could wake up tomorrow at 6 a.m., but that means I have to get to bed at a certain time. Like, you see what I'm saying? And then you create a plan from there. Like you say, I should do this, but could I? I should get up at 6 a.m., but could I? And, and so what that also does is it looks realistically when you say, I should be waking up at 6 a.m. every single day. But could I? And that's where you analyze, but could, yes. For me personally, yes. There's absolutely no reason why I can't do that. Are there going to be mornings where I've only gotten, you know, some, I, I probably have had like butchered sleep? Absolutely. 
But if my goals are that important, it should override. And what it also does here is it says, but could I? So if you're in a period or season of life where, you know, I don't know, you've got something else that's taking. Okay, let me go back if I, if I think of it this way. But could I? So when I think back to Javi when he was a newborn and he's waking up every one to two hours all throughout the night and I would ask myself, but could I? Uh, yeah, absolutely not. Because it's, I would not be in a healthy state of mind if I'm waking up that early and I'm not getting enough rest. Because when you have a newborn, you sleep when you got to sleep through the night. Like you just sleep when, when you can. So at this point in my life, but could I? Yes, we can make this work. We can absolutely make some shifts in the schedule at night and we could make this work. So that's what I just, I just want to get you in the mindset of changing the conversation, interrupting the pattern, to stop shooting all over yourself, and to be the confident, empowered, mature woman that you are, and take ownership of your situation. I hope this makes sense. If it, if it's not, or you have questions, please let me know, um, but this is just one reframing technique that you can use when you start to hear those shoulds coming over you. You know, let's think about um, somebody who wants to, I don't know, work out or something. And they say, oh, I should be working out every single day. Oh, I can't believe you're not doing your workout. Like, here goes the, the inner fat bitch spiral, right? So it's like, I should be working out every single day. But could I? Could I right now? Or am I, am I shooting on myself for something I really don't have control over at the moment? If your schedule was so tight that you don't have any extra time, right? But if you do, and most of us do have pockets of time, we have favorite TV series, we have time to go out and do what we want to do, okay? I should be working out every single day. But could I work out every single day? Well, yes, but maybe it's just five days a week and that's, and that's what I want to, you know, shoot for. Could I, could I work out five days a week? Could I, in my car, see what I'm saying? You're just changing out the shoulds and asking yourself the question. This is about having a conversation with yourself and asking yourself these questions and asking yourselves, but could I do that right now? Is that realistic for me? Could I? Is it possible? And if it's not possible, then you have very neutral terms <laughs> and ways to speak to yourself that aren't beating you up because you're not able to accomplish something that you think that you should. Okay? Because in certain seasons of life, certain goals are going to be easier than others. Okay, so that's all this is about. It's about having that conversation with yourself. So I hope this is helpful. Um, if it is, you can head to iTunes or whatever podcast player of your choice and leave a rating and review. That helps us more than you know. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.